What's shaking, cats and kittens? Rob Lee here for this month's presenting sponsor, Night Owl Gallery. Night Owl Gallery is an intimate, artist-run exhibition space showcasing the original paintings and fine art prints of Beth Ann Wilson. Also, it features curated goods from local artists and craftsmen. You'll be sure to find one-of-a-kind gifts, handcrafted jewelry, home decor items, along with a few vintage treasures. Located in the rear of 248 South Conklin Street in Highland Town, across from Sally O's, Night Owl Gallery is a unique space that brings together Wilson's love of the arts, community, and culture. Additionally, Night Owl Gallery hosts an array of arts and crafts workshops throughout the year and participates in community events, many of which are free and open to the public. So in this ever-changing world, safety is their priority. So feel free to join them and hit them up online at www.nightowl.gallery. Tell them Rob Lee sent you. Welcome to Getting to the Truth in This Art on MTR Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Lee. And my next guest is a Baltimore-based artist. We have Nas, the artist. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Uh, pleasure to be here. Pleasure to uh, finally get down to talk with you, man. Um, ready for it. I'm, I'm a big fan, um, and I want to learn more about what you got going on. And it, it's it's good with some of the stuff that um, I read in your bio and your background and seeing you on the socials. So tell me, tell us about your work and tell us about um, Artist Co. Guess, let's get into it. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, so I've been doing art for about four years now. Um, mm -hmm. I started off doing, uh, I was in college. I went to college for uh, business administration. Um, I have a background in graphic design, but not like freehand drawing. Sure. Uh, I went to Mergenthaler uh, in, in the city known as Mervo. Um, and there I was in the uh, graphic design program. So going towards college, I kind of tend, tended to like let, let that go, trying to focus on um, business again, uh, entrepreneurship. But uh, in the middle of my freshman year, uh, they cut my funding. So I was like, oh, wow. So I, um, I started doing graphic design a little bit more because uh, I wanted to get into doing like T-shirts, just making, you know, simple T-shirt designs. Um, and my mom actually went and she bought me a couple of canvases. And I was all, all I was like, uh, why, did you, why did you get these canvases? <laughs> like, uh, like I, I don't like freehand draw. And I always remember she told me, she was like, uh, you'll figure out a way. So I was like, uh, like okay. Um, <laughs> and ever since, man, I've been uh, sketching. Like I started, uh, I said a prayer because I'm, I'm a, a faith, uh, man of faith. I said a prayer, yeah. uh, start, start drawing. And ever since then, just been, you know, building and processing on that. Um, so how do we get to artist code? Uh, artist code is a term that I came up with. Actually, it was by accident because I was like, uh, I was going to name my, my, my business for art, like um, the, you know, Nas the Artist Company. So you know how you have that CO there. Yeah. And, and I was like, okay, so we follow in Nas the Artist Co. Artist Co. But um, I went a totally different direction with what I uh, decided to name my company. But I had built up this, you know, this reputation of being, you know, oh, follow me and Nas the Artist Code, Artist Code. So then I started thinking, I was like, uh, how, like, well, what am I, what am I going to do with this name? And um, so then that's when I was like, okay, Artist Code. Like, I like that. It's something different. It's something unique. It's something I can tailor and build my art uh, to. So we uh, decided to rock with that. And ever since then, I've been, you know, creating art and Artist Code, Artist Code style. 
And, and that's, and that's interesting because it seems like it combines like those two passions that you have. You have the, the passion around art and, and creating from that standpoint, but also having that at least inter- interest and um, knowledge in entrepreneurial like endeavors, it's, it combines the two. It's, it's like adding the, uh, the peanut butter to the chocolate for that Reese's cup. Oh, oh yes, absolutely. That's a perfect, perfect man. I, I, I love Reese cups. <laughs> so yeah, it was the, uh, it was the, it was the peanut butter, the my jelly, the, uh, the like you said, the peanut butter to, to the chocolate, man. It, and it, it just, it just came together, you know, perfectly. Like I, I couldn't orchestrate it a lot better. And I think it's important. You, you touched on earlier, um, your, your mom, uh, providing you like with those canvases. It's like. You know, like she she saw something that maybe you didn't see or see in the same way and kind of kind of in a way nudged you in that direction of, hey, you, you can do something with this. And I think that that's important. Like, um, you know, I've had friends who say, why aren't you doing more of this and may not always have the thing that is informing to you that, oh, well, you said I should do this, but. What, what 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 lets you know that I should do this? What's giving you like any right. inclination that I should do this? But when someone gives you something and is saying just have at it, you're free to do whatever you want. That has to feel like like someone inspiring, but also like oh, you trust me in this this regard and that you're going to make this investment. How did that feel to to get that kind of um, that I trust you in this way that that kind of response? Oh man, it was, um, it was definitely, like you said, uh, it's a, a big inspiration for me. Um, as I always like to say, if it wasn't, if it wasn't for, again, uh, if it wasn't for God and if it wasn't for him instilling it within my mom to buy those canvases, I know, you know, with my character, especially me back then, um, I wouldn't have bought those canvases. So it's a good chance that had she not got those canvases for me that, uh, I probably wouldn't even be an Aussie artist today. Yeah. Um, and you know, just, just going back, I remember, um, being a kid, I used to trace over a lot of different like cartoons and I, I'll get into cartoons in a second, but yeah. I used to trace over a lot of cartoons and, and take them to her and be like, Oh, uh, you know, and this is before me even, you know, wanting to pursue art as a career. Um, I was like, Oh, I, I did this drawing and she look at it and she's like, Oh, okay. Like, did you draw this? And I was like, no, and she she would give it back, and she'd be like, "Well, it's nice, but you know, uh, come back to me, give it back to me when you you know when you've drawn it like freehand." And I'm like, yeah. okay, but it's just you know those many lessons. I'm truly truly blessed and truly grateful for her. You know, um, she again like just definitely the, the 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 building blocks as to me becoming an artist and just you know nudging me in a lot of different directions when. I would doubt myself a lot um, as far as with, like different projects and, and just, you know, overall drawing, she goes, Oh, you can do that. And I'm like, Oh, thank you. Thank you. And like you said, it's like, sometimes you need that person that can, that can see a little bit further than what you can, mm-hmm. because it's like, it's not only is it an inspiration, but it's like, um, it's like a challenge. It's like, okay, well, you know, I, I believe you can do this. Now I want to see if you can go out and you can do this. And, and it's just, you know, it's just, it was awesome. I'm, I'm truly grateful for her. And, um, and as I always told her, like, you know what, like you gave to me. Uh, so I'm definitely going to return a favor. And as I, you know, my platform gets bigger and my name gets bigger, I'm definitely, you know, going to give back to her. This is um, a commitment that I actually made with her. I was like, um, for every event 
that I've done. I try to get like some sort of memorabilia or something from it. And yeah. I give it to her as a kind of like a the pay homage. Like, thank you. Like, this is just, this is another, you know, another uh, notch on the belt that, you know, that we've uh, accomplished together. Yeah. And I, I think like, you know, you, you touched on um, earlier, like um, for me, it made me think of for me where, you know, I remember one of the first things that I got, like, I, I think my relatives, family, um, extended relatives saw like you have some artistic talent. It may be a matter of it might be this, it might be that. And eventually mm-hmm. it's just cultivating it. So I remember when I was younger here, here's these art books. And I used to trace and draw from the old wizard, wizard magazines. <laughs> I used to do that. And I got to a spot where I, I was freehand drawn initially. And then I was like, let me try to trace this to see what these um, paid artists are doing, because that's what I wanted to do when I was younger and did the business administration thing and all of that. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, and yeah. got and got to a spot where I want to say, when I was riding down that wave of business administration and going into my career and kind of seeing like, how do I marry making money and being able to feed myself and clothe myself and all of that stuff with uh, following a creative pursuit, following something that made me feel satisfied from a creative standpoint. And that's ultimately where podcasting came from. So going back and looking at, I wanted to draw, then at a point I wanted to write, and then at a point it's just like, I'm going to put all of that stuff to the side. I don't know if I'm creative. And then having mm-hmm. someone just tell me, I think you can do this. I think you can do that. And then me just, just give me, giving me that, you know, and me saying, right. You know what? I need something. I know I want to create now. It's a matter of finding out how and what I want to create. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like that, uh, like creative input. Like they weren't, mm-hmm. um, they weren't knocking you. They weren't saying, Oh, well, are you sure you want to do this or yeah. like you no know, they were like basically you've got something so let's let's tailor it together let's let's bring it all together like how about Let, we let's do polish it? a stone <laughs> exactly exactly so in, in terms of so I, I read that your interest and inspiration comes from a multitude of things including photography cartoons i, I i'm on the same page mm-hmm. uh music uh yeah, yeah. Madinari, um, sports, history, um, what ways do these, are these passions complementary in which way are they just very desperate that they do not connect? So let's see. Um, so all of those different things inspire me in different ways, Okay, but the one thing that brings them all together is cartoons. Now, this is where my creative and artsy mind comes in because I interpret everything as a cartoon. I dig it. Everything. So, so cartoons are a, a really big, uh, a really big uh, inspiration for me. So, I see. I process. I process everything in the sports way with numbers, and I process everything visually with cartoons, and okay. process everything with sounds and music. Um, and as I say, um, I like to, uh, again, I like to see everything as a cartoon, like to, uh, picture everything in, in bright, bold, vivid colors. Yeah. Um, and it, it helps me to, it helps me to see things in a more like fun way, a more fun and positive way. I was actually, um, journaling the other day. And one thing that I was, uh, talking about or that I made note of is how 
you know when you when you watch cartoons cartoons they make you feel good they they make you feel good and they also while they make you feel good they also teach you about something and that's just what i love to do within my artwork um i love to entertain people and i love to inform them basically about like how i see a thing and how you know how i i interpret things so um yeah, it's 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 a lot going on up there. You know, I dig it. It's it's one of those things where I, I I'm a big fan of cartoons and um and sometimes like I'll get on a, a site that might not be the most legal site of all and I'll um because <laughs> you you try to find the things that to your point that you were saying earlier ultimately you're watching it you know for different reasons but a lot of times it's to feel good it, it it's it's junk food but it's the good junk food it's like you're not solving you know right. you, you want escapism i guess and i want to go back to stuff that i like there's stuff that i remember at a point when they dropped like saturday morning cartoons i'm i'm, I'm older than you but when they dropped saturday morning cartoons i was like where where where, where is this where is my i need my fix and you you go back right. and you look for these things that you're like, all right, I laughed at this or, oh, man, this story has me really captured. And being able to go by decades and, and years and see where you were at and maybe what you were inspired by to um, to maybe draw or what you maybe maybe were maybe listening to or maybe even reading. Because I remember the old um, classic X-Men cartoons from like the early 90s. I was like, oh, yeah, I was oh, definitely, yes, you yes. know, looking at, you know, reading X-Men comic books. And it, you know, when I watch it, I get nostalgia from it. it it's, it's a it's a um, it's a what is it? Um, it's not a treasure chest. It's like a time capsule. That's what it is. Yes, like a time yes. capsule for me. Yeah. So in it. Yeah. Please. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So so in it. um so taking from you like the vividness of it, you, you, you see things like those visual aspects as, as like cartoons or animated in that way. Um, you see, you see music in a certain way, you see everything has like these different connections. And I remember from, from creatives, I remember, um, reading the, uh, it's the world according to, it was like Questlove's like memoir. And he was talking about, he sees everything as circles. Mm -hmm. And that makes sense because he's a drummer and his records and music and all of that stuff. He, every, he relates everything back to circles. Right. So is that kind of how you mm -hmm. approach it? You relate things back to like real simple kind of like this is like a cartoon in these ways or this is like um, a note in these ways. Yeah, absolutely. So um, when I so when I, I see when I see a thing, uh, especially like because um, I'm, I'm a positive person, I, I, I love being around positive uh, energy, love being in positive atmospheres. And sometimes uh, it comes down to where you have to be like that positive um, energy to, you know, bring to the, to the atmosphere. Like you, you have to, you know, shape the, shape the energy. So with cartoons, cartoons always have that, that, that charismatic, that, uh, that, you know, that boldness, that fun, that color pop, um, so I, I try to see the good in everything, yep. no matter, you know, how, if, it, if, if it's, if it's a good situation, I like to see the excellence in it. Yeah. If it's a bad situation. I like to find the good in it. I like to find the lessons. Uh, again, as I, as I said previously, um, cartoons tend to inform and entertain at the same time. Sure. So, you know, with 
different life lessons and, and everything. I try to find, okay, what can I take from this? And how can I not necessarily turn it into a good thing, but turn it into a good thing? Like, like again, just focusing on the good. Like, oh, I, I broke that dish. Well, you know, I know my mom's going to be pretty upset, but the dish didn't, you know, it didn't go with all the rest of the dishes anyway. It's optimism. It's optimism, <laughs> it's, ultimately. Exactly. Exactly. And just, um, I just, just try to find that within everything. And then um, as what's featured a lot in my artwork is the thick, bold lines. Mm-hmm. And um, one of my favorite cartoons growing up was Ed, Ed, Nettie. And you know how they had that, um, that, 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 that mysterious, like, thick bold line that went around everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I tie that to like the boldness in our character and the boldness and the atmospheres around us is, you know, kind of, you know, makes us stand out, make us pop out, you know. Okay. Yeah. More so, you know, again, just just tying every every little, you know, detail, you know, just like, oh, okay, so this black line is boldness. This color pop is vividness and brightness and you know, uh, okay, the, let me let me tweak my character this way, or let me tweak this character that way, and, and let me help guide them along, you know, this path, and you know, that character being myself. So, yeah, it's 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 pretty awesome, man. When I uh, when I get down to the the details of it, it's, it's, I, I love it. That's great. The um, one of the things I used to look for because uh, I would watch, you know, you have a bad day and you're like, I need to just put something on either to distract me or something that just kind of raise my spirits a bit. I used mm-hmm. to look at stuff that was on like Disney XD or yeah. um, Boomerang or even just like standard Disney. And it's like I'm getting something out of it. And we know like I- I'm critical of the entertainment that I watch. And I know mm-hmm. that theoretically this is not great it's not good it's not well acted <laughs> or anything not well written but you enjoy it and i look at it right. almost at the same way you were describing it a little bit there like oh this is like a cartoon in this way so i'm more forgiving of it because these aren't real people but this is popping and they're so over the top they're they're animated in some ways and it's like this has the same effect that if this was animated versus being live i, I feel the same effect from getting the same thing from it Yes. And I'm, I'm actually glad that you that you brought that up, because, again, when I was journaling and I was, you know, getting, you know, more in, in detail as for like why I create and a note that I made up is that with art, it's kind of like art. Everyone's art is a specific, it's tailored down to them. Mm-hmm. However. It's 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 ironic because. It's tailored to you. However, it can still be judged mm-hmm. and it can still be critiqued. And with cartoons, no matter how crazy that the body structure is, no matter how, you know, where you're like, okay, in the human world, this is physically impossible. Like yeah. this, like, no, it just, but in a cartoon world, it sticks. Yeah. And as, as a matter of fact, it makes it that much funnier. It makes it that much more relatable. So, and, and that's why I definitely went towards cartoon style because cartoons, I feel like it's tailored. It can't be judged. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's forgiving. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's, uh, 
extraordinary. And there's almost like a, um, I'm sorry, the, 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 the word is getting away from me. It's almost like a, uh, like expectations are dropped. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's like, uh, like, okay, well this, and, and this cartoon world, you know, it's no, it's, it's, uh, it's no rules, you know, um, you can, you can live the way you want. You can, um, you can be the way you want. You can express yourself the way how you want. You can look the way you want. And there's, there's like, again, there's no judgment that's, you know, behind it. So, 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 so what medium do you prefer working in? Like, I, I, I I'm understanding that your, your style is around the cartoon, that, that kind of, kind of space in terms of, um, some, some of the, some of the artwork there. Do you want to pursue ultimately, let's say in five, 10 years to be in that animation world? Do you want to pursue mostly just the visual side of things and what do you like to create on? Is it purely working on canvas? Is it purely like, I want to do, um, I want, I want to do, uh, shirts. I want to do, um, just, um, uh, InDesign or, or, um, Photoshop or, or things like that. What do you, what medium do you prefer to work in? So, um, I've actually in the past, I've worked with InDesign and Photoshop. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're really awesome programs. Um, I tend to live by this saying now, and this saying came up. It was uh, I was posting on a on on my uh, Instagram feed a couple of years ago, and I wrote "Beyond the Canvas," mm-hmm. and I like it's now like now that's that's just become my mantra. Um, oh man, I, I I love to create on just about anything, anything that I can I see is bland. And can um and and can add some some funk to it, add some pop, add some 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 vividness. I'm on it, man. I'm on it. It's it's very hard for me to keep a, a pair of all white shoes now. It's very hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 oh my god. I, I had a pair of all white Nikes and I, you know, they they were making these different outfits for me, like look great. But then I just literally looked at them one day, I was like, all right, time to add some color. <laughs> and I was I was trying to stay away from it, but um, I I love working with just about anything, man. Uh, paint, chalk, uh, pencil, charcoal. Um, uh, I've drawn on sidewalks. I've drawn on shoes, canvases. Um, just you know, just, man, just about anything. Um, I would definitely love to expand into uh, doing cartoons. Yeah. Um, that's definitely a, a goal of mine, and it's a big passion. I have two two really big goals, lofty goals that I have set for myself to knock out as an artist. One is to create a signature shoe, be the, mm-hmm. be the first artist with a signature shoe, almost like, a, like an athlete. Yeah. Um, and catered specifically to creatives and, you know, just anyone who, who lives out in, uh, with boldness and, and can express themselves, is not afraid to express themselves. And the second one is to create a cartoon. I would love to create my own cartoon uh, something more so tailored to my life and my journey is becoming an artist and yeah. then just showing my life, you know, as an artist and, you know, just, just really crazy, really funny. Um, and again, I just tailor all those things to that phrase beyond the canvas, just, you know, mm-hmm. and even, even down to life. And this is where I see, I see everything as a cartoon, man. Um, just, just tying that phrase to, 
like my life being my 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 uh my medium, the way I live, and right. then you know everything around me, everyone that I meet, everyone that I inspire, everyone that I you know work with, you know places that I go, places that I um you know that I put art in, just right. anywhere that that I impact and come across, it's just adding onto my canvas and my masterpiece. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, uh, that that's 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 the best way how I can uh, explain that living life artistically absolutely absolutely i I think for me some of the things when i have a challenge in visualizing something whether it be setting up for a show or something i have a little trepidation around of doing Mm -hmm. an interview and doing it in person because you know, sometimes just sitting there having a conversation with people, it can go left. It can, it can go <laughs> yeah. bad. Uh, yeah. Oh, and, oh yeah. And you want to visualize it uh, being successful, being optimistic, as you were describing earlier, I see like, things not animated. Cause I, I don't know if I look good as a cartoon. I think the dimension is going to be <laughs> off. I'm going to be out of the frame because I'm, t- I'm, I'm tall. I'm six, four. So that's, that's the thing that's not wow. probably resonating. Um, but I see things as music videos and I, I see it like that. That's the way I kind of look at it. It's like, it's short. It can be done very well. And there's some like visual, like, like, like filmmakers who mm-hmm. shoot things like music videos and they have that kind of aesthetic and that sensibility to them. Yeah. That's how I kind of look at it. if I were to transpose maybe how I interact and how I interact with people or elements of my life as some artistic medium It's probably music videos. Um, I like that. I, I like that a lot. It's, 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 uh, it's something, I've, it's something I took a little time to realize. Uh, so in, in looking at um, some of the cartoons that you, you really dig, right? You mentioned Ed, Ed and Eddie. Yeah. Um, what are maybe two other ones? One that is like kind of under the radar that you're like, this is one of my joints. And mm-hmm. one that's like definitely out right now. And it's like, you might find a cartoon network. When I, when I think of cartoon network, I, this is, this is my sensibility. Yeah. The amazing world of gumball. That's what I'm into. <laughs> I, I bangs with it. Got you. So what comes to um, mind for you? So, um, funny enough, I don't really watch too much TV now. Okay. And a lot of the cartoons that I get inspiration and inspired from are all like oldies. So 90s, early 2000s. To me, I feel like that's when, that 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 was like the prime cartoons, man. Oh my goodness. Um, but uh, a Big, a uh, hmm. Uh, I would definitely say a cartoon that's more so under the radar that I'm inspired by would be uh. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's under the radar, but I would say like uh, the Legend of Korra. Are you familiar with the Legend of Korra? Yeah, that's a spinoff of uh, Avatar. Uh, uh, yeah, the Avatar. Yeah. Um. I when I whenever I tell people that uh that I like the Korra series better than the Airbender series, I get a lot of heat for it. I've I've heard that though. I've heard yeah. people say that. It's it's uh it's it's really it's it's it. I I don't know. Maybe it's because it came out, you know, years later, and I'm a lot older, so I was able to process it differently than what someone that's like younger than me. I mean, I'm only 24, but, but still like you get into debates with people that's like, you know, three or four or five years younger than me. And, you know, they're like, Oh wait, no, like, all right. Like I I just see it a little bit different. It's like, that's cool, Um, but you're wrong. Moving on. (laughs) Exactly. Um, and a big one, my style isn't like this, but just how everything was just more creative and bright and fun and vivid. 
I would definitely say um, SpongeBob. SpongeBob was my favorite cartoon growing up, man. Uh, absolutely. Like, th- there was a time, like, growing up, uh, well, there was never a time growing up that you wouldn't catch me watching SpongeBob. I was always watching it. And just um, the matter of optimism, yeah. you know, that, 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 that comes with it. And, and, and he, you know, there's always, you know, there's always, it was funny because there was always something going wrong, but <laughs> no matter what was going on, going wrong, like SpongeBob still found a way to be happy about everything. Yeah. Like, so, um, yeah, man, uh, definitely, definitely those two, but I, I, I'm well down with like anime and, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, again, like a lot of older cartoons. So. Courage, Cowboy Dog, Johnny Bravo, Samurai Jack, um, Cat Dog, definitely ni- 90s Nick. I'm, yeah, I, Rugrats. Rug, you know what? I would say Rugrats is definitely because Rugrats is found in a lot of my artwork. Um, like you can, you can ask anyone who knows me. <laughs> I have just about every 90s Nickelodeon bag, um, coat. I'll, I'll shirt, date myself, pants. I'll date myself right now. <laughs> Uh, uh, Doug and I Real Monsters. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, Doug, I remember. Oh, my God. I remember. The reboot um, wasn't as good, though. No, not even close. Not even close. I remember. Remember Doug's first movie? Oh, yes, my I do. God. That was. Were you, that, were you having was, Killer Tofu by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. I, oh, man. No. The beats, the beats were fire. Um, yes. So yeah, I think that's like that's a thing right there. That's 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 big. Um, just being able to like recognize and see where you get that inspiration from, and be able to to grow because you're in that that stage of being a young artist, being an emerging artist, and, and developing your your craft from you know more of a nascent stage to this kind of rising stage. Where how from which from where you started at? Where would you say you've you've changed maybe in how you approach things or maybe techniques or what things, what thing comes to mind when you think this has been the biggest change for me from when I started to me now as an artist? Oh, that's, that's a really good question. Um, Got the hard I would definitely <laughs> say, yeah, that, that's, that's a really good question. Um, I would definitely say a lot of uh, a lot of life experiences. Um, getting into art, I was uh, <laughs> you know freshman out of out of uh, out of high school. Well, not uh, I was fresh out of high school. Yeah. Um, you know the whole thing happened with, with school, so just getting into it, I really didn't have as much knowledge within art as um as i do now art has helped me process things differently art has helped me um even take on things differently see the world differently see nature art has really helped me manage life differently Mm -hmm. um with 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 faith first and foremost and you know the knowledge of god i don't you know don't mean to be uh you know against anyone but um definitely but art has has really you know changed the way I perceive everything. So I would definitely say, with every life experience that I've had, my artwork tends to reflect on that. And so, if something great happens, I I figure out 
it's it's weird. It's it's it was something great happens. I figure out a new like bright color that I that I like to use. And what most people don't know is that the colors that's in my pieces, a lot of them are all colors that I've had, you know, made myself, like mm-hmm. taking paints and taking colors and, you know, experimenting and whatnot. But I come across a new color when something, you know, not so great occurs. Um, you know, I, I figure out a new expression or figure out a new way how I want to make, you know, this character look or make this character feel. And, and I try to depict that within my artwork. So I, I definitely say where I hit the, the stride of visualizing everything as a cartoon has probably been within like this past year. Um, because um, I've experienced a lot, of, a lot of new experiences within my life. Um, and just at first, everything was tending to like overwhelm a bit. So I'm like, okay, this is new. How do how do I process it? How do I, you know, you know, how do I go about this? How do I make sure I'm doing this right? Make sure I'm doing this right. Um, and then some not so great things happen, and I'm like, ooh, like how do I bounce back from this? And I just I tend to take everything, group it up, and it's like, all right, this take this from the real world and let's pull it into my world. And then let's create based off of that. Let's mm-hmm. now, now, now I put myself in a driver's seat to sketch out the beginning, the middle, and end. How does this, you know, how does this situation start? What do I learn from this situation? And how do I make this situation work for me in the end? So right. um, definitely, that, I, I think that's been my, 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 my turn and stride uh, over this last year, just really learning how to process things, learning how to um, create things. And it, it's, it's been awesome. Some, a, a lot of things that happened weren't great. Mm-hmm. But there were a lot of things that happened that was great as well. So, you know, just just taking them as they come and then, you know, just creating based off of what it is that, I, you know, creating them from my perception. of it. You're a positive person. I, I, I dig that. And thank you for sharing that piece. Thank you. Um, no, no problem, man. Always, always. I always try to kick out some light, man. So the last question that I have for you, um, you got to bring it home. You got to bring it home in the right way. So Baltimore. Give give us that that perspective. Um, what is your take on? You know what? I'm going to give it to you a little bit differently. I ask you to do it okay. a little bit differently. If since you're since you're positive, you're a very optimistic individual. Um, if someone is just like, I can't come to Baltimore. So negative there. So bad there. Blah blah blah. Give them why you like Baltimore. Why you and basically under the guise of like, why should they come to Baltimore? Speak about it like in a positive manner. Like, what's Baltimore for you? Basically, selling it. Come to Baltimore because of X, Y, and Z. What, what's your take on that? I'm so glad. I was I was hoping you asked me a question about that. <laughs> I had I had a really I had a uh, a really glim look on Baltimore. Uh, it's it's a very beautiful city, but mm-hmm. I had a glim look because of what you perceive and what you get from always in the media. Yeah. But you know what changed my, 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 my viewpoint? It really like made me say, wait a minute, reanalyze it. It was the episode, it was, it was a shameless plug, it was the episode, episode of this podcast with you and the artist Corky, or, or I call him Q. Yeah, Q's um, great. Yeah, yeah, oh my God, he's, he's, he's really awesome. Um, and listening to you guys describe Baltimore in such a different atmosphere, in such a different tone, 
And then also another episode when you and Mr. Aaron Hankin uh, had a conversation. Yeah. I, I was like, okay, there's my, my, my viewpoint wasn't my own viewpoint. My viewpoint was based off of what others was telling me. So, mm-hmm. okay, well, there's crimes here, there's crimes there. And I really had to take a step back and it was like, okay, let me, now, now I'm contradicting myself because I'm only looking at Baltimore for the bad. Mm-hmm. So I, I really, I spent some time and I, I dug up some of my old fondest memories of being a kid and growing up and going downtown and, you know, seeing all these different places and then just thinking about the inner Harbor and how much I love peace and, 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 and how much, and I feel like peace is represented by water and then the art scene and, and, you know, when I, when I really thought about it and analyzed it, I was like, Baltimore is a creative place. Baltimore is mm-hmm. a very creative place. Baltimore is, is booming with, with art. And that art isn't just with visual artists. There's, mm-hmm. there's, Art can be, you know, the food that's here. We have a great variety of food. Yeah. Um, the food that's here, the, the, you know, the people, um, the, 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 the culture that is Baltimore. Baltimore is a creative culture. Yeah. And, and we, you know, we get it from, you know, it, it's in the name, um, Charm City. You know, it's, you're charmed by the, the, the creatives that's here. And then people like yourself, that's willing to go the mile to bring those creatives together mm-hmm. and 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 get that beautiful viewpoint that everyone has and of, of Baltimore and of their art and it's like everyone's art tends to come together to you know bring out that that charm that is charm city yeah. so uh i know i kind of went on a rant no, there, you got, but you got. uh but to kind of you know tie it all home, Baltimore is, is a really really creative city. Um, I, I talk a lot and I tend to say you know I want to travel and which I do. I um, I, I definitely want to travel, see the world, and you know see all the other things out there. You know to you know get those experiences. But and I guess it'll probably be biased. But um, actually yesterday I I went to Virginia for the for the first time. And even just coming back, I just like it felt like Baltimore was home. It felt like that feeling of when you leave and you go someplace, and then when you go back home, like oh, it's good to be back home. <laughs> and 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 I think that 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 look on it comes from you know my my new perspective of Baltimore, just being a creative place. And again, as an artist, you know I can look at it as one way as as my older self. Yeah. But then I can look at it as Nas the artist. I can look at it, you know, with my artsy mind now. And I look at it with my artsy mind. It's just like Baltimore is a very beautiful place. It's um the 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 culture, again, the creative culture, the creatives that's here. Mm-hmm. Um and everyone's just so so bold and yeah. and and out there with their art. So definitely and again, the food. Food is <laughs> the, the, the food is is immaculate <laughs> so thank you that's that's fantastic um no problem so the last thing i have you know what time it is 
it's time for that shameless plug. So where can he find you? Social media, all of that good stuff. And, and again, thank you so much for coming on and being a great guest. I mean, thank you. I, I appreciate it a lot, man. I really appreciate you. Uh, I, I love this podcast, man. This is this is a really great podcast. I love what you're doing. Um, we need definitely more people out here that's that's willing to bring more life to the scene and not, you know, there, there, there's there's already enough chaos that the world has. We don't, you know, it, it's it's better to counterbalance that with, with some light. And this podcast, I really, you know, every, every episode that I listen to, whether I listen to it on a good day afterwards, I felt great. After listening to it on a, on a not so great day, I felt better. Um, so th- that's awesome. But you. um, you're welcome. But uh, yes, I'm on Instagram and Twitter. I don't really use Twitter that much. But if you want to give me a follow, definitely. <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Nas the Artist Co. So it's Nas the Artist with the CEO at the end. <laughs> um, and uh, and on Facebook at Nas the Artist. So thank you. And um, no problem. For the fine folks out there, there you have it. You know, we finished wrapping up with uh, Nas the Artist. Um, and yeah, I'll say for Nas the Artist, I am Rob Lee saying that there's art in and around Baltimore. You just got to look for it. <laughs>